Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I feel like I haven't recorded any podcasts this year yet, and it's already February, which is why I'm wearing red if you're watching this on YouTube. I'm very excited about my guest today. Um, she's just an incredible woman. I, I met her last summer, actually, um, at an event in Texas. Let me tell you a little bit about Rachel. She is a mother to two beautiful daughters. She is a homeschooling mom for about two years, and they are loving it. We could do a whole podcast just on that because that's a, that is not everybody loves it. Um, she started a sign language business uh, in 2021 where she teaches children simple sign through everyday life experiences in the hopes that they can have access to a new culture um, that is living right next to them. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> so I know I just read kind of a little brief bios or anything else you'd like to share about, about you and, uh, so that people can kind of get to know you a little bit. Um, I have been signing since I was probably about seven years old. And if I had the picture in front of me, it's somewhere buried in all my memories of me at seven signing on a stage. Um, I think it was like Jesus has loved me or something like that. So signing has been part of my life forever. Um, but I went to school to sign. Um, I started at um, signing in high school. Um, one of my friends, she said, I like went through all my books of my signing books. And she said, why don't we just go to the local college and learn more? I'm like, yes, please. So I've been really in pursuit of my career since about high school. Um, so I graduated early from, um, with my AA in signing about the same time graduating high school. Um, but that's kind of been propelling me on this road. Um, it's been part of me in every fiber of my being. Um, later I'll have to tell you a dream my dad had when I was a baby. Um, but, um, so that's kind of where I am and, um, everything I've done, it's kind of just been in the background and there. And, um, I had, I was a teacher, um, for deaf and hard of hearing students in Missouri. And then I came here and found my husband had babies and just was like, okay, whatever, that's my new path. And then, um, our friend Thais, she, I invited her to church and she saw me sign and she's like, Rachel, what are you doing with it? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's just, I was that, but now I'm a teacher. I'm a mom. And she's like, nope, not allowed. You're going to be a teacher. This is who you are. I'm like, uh, oh, I don't know what that means. So she kind of start the fire again. And she's like, you need to start teaching. So she helped me start teaching, getting the people out of, she'll have sign classes at the house. I'm like, no one will do it. Like, this is just my imagination. No one's going to want to do it. In like one night, the moment we opened, 12 people signed up. I'm like, wow. wait, what just happened? She's like, told you. I'm like, wait, no, no, <laughs> like, no one wants to come to my house in COVID 
am sighing. Like this has not happened. Literally in like out two, three hours, they were, I was full. And she's like, could you do any more? I'm like, let's just start with 12 and see where we're going. And we did that spring of last year, summer of last year, and then fall hit. And she's like, I want you to get into a school. I'm like, I can't get into school. Like, what are you talking about signing school? And she's like, I'll get it happening. So um, uh, the Valor Christian Academy, which is a school in Redonda Beach, we went there and they're like, yes, we want you. And I'm like, okay. And um, we went there, we kind of felt the feelers out and no one signed up. I'm like, man, this is going to be like gut-wrenching. No one signed up. Two days passed, no one signed up. The day before I was supposed to walk on campus, 12 people signed up like that night. I'm like, what? 12 is your number. Yeah, it was um, because the teacher ratio was like one to 12. And I was like, well, we'll keep 12 and it goes a little more. But like I walked in that camp and thinking no one's going to sign up. I'll have like two kids. I walked in and there was 12 kids waiting for me. I'm like, you guys are all sign class. Like, yeah. And a lot of parents, a lot of kids are like, I told my mom about it. They're going to send you money tomorrow. Can I just come? Like, come on in, come on in. So that first class, I think we had about 15 kids just wanting to come in. And yesterday we started our third class um, at Valor and it's been full. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So it's just kind of amazing what God can do because I'm like, I I don't know what I'm bringing, (laughs) but um, he has definitely been there. So it's kind of cool. Wow. So let me ask you this. Did you have a family member that was hearing impaired or something? No. Um, I didn't talk until I was about three years old and my mom is a child development. Um, she, it wasn't her major, but she, she was a preschool teacher. And so when I thought I was going to follow that route to be a teacher, it was always in me. And in the, the schooling of being a teacher, what we found out is I was a, called a late talker. So, um, a late talker has n- no verbal, like intelligent words. Um, and actually in kindergarten, I was not going into kindergarten. I was 90% in an unintelligible. Um, so no one understood what I was saying. My sign, my kindergarten teachers did like, Jesus loves me this sign, you know, like what you do with the kids. Well, my mom said I was fascinated with it. And she brought just recently busted all the home videos. And there is a picture of me like, like this. Oh, in the kindergarten with my teacher, like, like you could tell my eyes are like locked in on her. And so that's all what I kind of knew. Um, but since I was a late talker, I was, by the time I was three, um, I just started talking like a one-year-old was started talking. So by the time I went into kindergarten, I only had two years of really talking where everyone had five, six, depending on how old you are. And um, my mom said I was younger. I would use my hands trying to communicate. I have an older sister who would was talking in sentences by nine, my nine months. So she was like, Rachel needs this and she wants water and she needs this. And I want, she, I'm like, okay, she'll talk. But I think that was just like kind of ingrained in me. But um, I learned my own thing. And my mom, she was intuitive of me looking and wanting to sign so she bought me signed books from wow. the Barnes and Noble. And I remember um, probably like 
elementary, probably like eighth grade high school area, walking any bookstore, going straight to the science section, be like, have that one, have that one, have that one, have that one. There's no more else I could do. Like I like maxed it out. I had workbooks. Um, but she just knew that um, this is was kind of what I was doing. And when I was younger, oh, I don't even remember. Either when I, my mom was pregnant with me or baby, my mom, dad had this vision. He's like, I see our daughter in this mega, like huge auditorium. She's in the center and she's doing something, but I can't understand it. She's saying something. I have no idea what she's saying. And it's always been like a story that, you know, you grew up on like, okay. So at high school, I have all these ideas, you know, I've been signing for all these years. Um, I was in the choir and it was graduation. And we, if you're in California, you guys heard of Crystal Cathedral. We graduated in Crystal Cathedral. That's cool. And so I went to my choir choir director and he was, I was like, I want to sign. And he's like, okay, we can sign. I'm like, so we, he would, we would do a chorus, you know, a song. And I think we did like two or three, one of the songs, since I'm tall, I was in the back. So Crystal Cathedral is this huge, massive stage. Beautiful. And the choir was like not centered, but like off to the left. Mm -hmm. So my parents are like watching, we're singing. And all of a sudden Rachel disappears. I'm not in the background. So I jumped down and I walked in the middle of Crystal Cathedral and I start to sign the song. My dad's tears, I'm gonna cry. Everyone's like, what? She's like, this is my dream. I saw this when she was a baby. Chris, a huge crystal cathedral. And here's like, she's like signing something. I didn't know. And it, everyone's like, that's her dream. So that's <laughs> my dad's dream. So it, and I did it two years. I did it for my sister's graduation because she's a year older than me. And then I did it in my cap and gown. And then by the time my brother graduated, um, they didn't have Crystal Cathedral anymore. So that was like, I, was like, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. So um, wow. that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, if you're listening to the audio of this, um, I'm totally crying and I'm trying really hard not to be, I'm an ugly crier. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'm looking ugly, but sorry about that. That is so, that is so awesome. And, you know, uh, as you're sharing this and I'm hearing your story and I just, I, I keep hearing this in my soul, you know, I have a grandbaby now she's 14 months old and my three kids are adults. All three of them are adults. And one of the things that I keep telling my daughter, I said, like, take note of all these little, little quirky things about your, your infant child, because as she gets older, you'll, you'll begin to see that she was always this way. Like she always had this same personality and you're sharing the story where, you know, a lot of people would think being a late talker, like, oh, what's wrong? There's a problem. I, I believe with all of my heart. And I literally have chills as I'm sharing this. If you're listening to this, you, God, he, he knew you, he created you. He knitted you together in your mother's womb with specific things that are just for you, about you, for him, about him, for others. And so for you, what, you know, the, from the outside looking in people are like, Oh, what, what's wrong? She's a late talker, but God, he did that. He did that on purpose to ingrain this passionate thing inside of you that you've used your whole life since you were young. And now, you know, you're able to bless people and, and hopefully, you know, 
bless yourself through some income that comes from it. And I'm just, I'm never not awed by God's design in our lives and the like twists and turns and things that, I don't know, maybe we tell a story about that are seemingly like negative or bad or whatever, but really it's so true what it says in the Bible that, that he, everything is for us, mm-hmm. right? He he's, he's orchestrating things for us. And all of that was for you. And this is what I always say, like your purpose is about you, but it's not for you because what you're doing is for so many others. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's just been, um, I just love it. And I love when parents, when they find out I sign, they're like, you know, they ask all the questions and there's one, um, family that I met on social media and, uh, she, she has an oldest and her youngest is deaf. And the moment I hear, I'm like, yes, I, I will be your research. What do you need? And we met a few times and I'm like, just relax, like just relax. Uh, yes. I'm it's overwhelming, especially if you're hearing a, um, yeah. Family have a deaf. Um, a lot of people say it's like something died in me because as parents, we want our kids to represent yes. us, you know? So, um, hearing people, they want hearing children. <laughs> they don't know anything else. Deaf people want deaf children. They don't know anything else, you know? How funny. Um, and so this parent comes to me and she was con- voicing all her concerns. I'm like, just relax. First thing I could tell you, it just signed. And she's like, really? I'm like, I don't care if you put implants later, hearing aids later, any of that sign now. And she was like, really? I'm like, well, first of all, her baby was like nine months. I'm like, if you start signing now, you will grow with language with your child. So, you know, one, you will be both one years old in sign, you know, like you'll grow with her instead of being nine deciding to sign because now you're an infant in signing and she's nine year old in signing, you know? So there's a different, you know, there's difference there. And I'm like, and relax. And she's like, but I don't know how to do that. And what do I do? I'm like, if you want milk, sign milk and then give her milk. It's not, don't sign your whole vocabulary. That is so overwhelming. And as a mom who is hearing and no sign, I thought I'd have this, my kids would sign. I talk to them and sign all the time. By the time I had my second one, that went out the window. I did not realize how busy as moms are and how overwhelming and exhausting being a mom is. They know some sign now that they're older, the youngest is five. They'll say, mommy, can you sign that? And what's that sign? I'm like, now they're at a level where I'm able to teach more. Um, But my mom will be like, why don't they know sign? I'm like, I was so exhausted. I didn't think about signing bath before I gave them a bath. My oldest, I did it for the first year. Everything I did, it was just us two. I was home, yep. we bath, I signed bath, we played with the water. She learned, I think by the time she was one, she had like 150 signs. Wow. She, everything was my hand, everything was signed. I signed more, I gave her, I was really bad. I would give her one bite of dinner and wait until she signed more. And my husband would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, she has to sign before I give her more. My second one here, I'm like, here, here, here's food. I just, (laughs) we got to do, we got to go on. But it's just signing simple stuff. Um, And if you're out there listening, um, go on, uh, you know, go on the internet, find some signs, milk, food. There's baby signs everywhere. 
that you can just start simple um, and grow from there. You'll see the child engage and really like pick it up because they'll realize this, especially if you have a deaf child, they'll realize, oh, my mom could communicate. I know this. And you, there's something inside them that lights up. And especially, um, they usually says about six months of teaching sign before they really throw it out and communicate back to you. So um, you really have to put it in. It's like a seed, you know, um, you have to put the seed in, you have to wait for it to grow, you have to water it, you have to give the sunshine before anything happens. You can't be like, I signed milk. Okay, next time you're gonna sign milk. No, they don't know what that means. So it really has to grow. But once they do it, I remember when my um, kids first signed to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're signing. It's it's the way they can communicate. And it's so just, uh, my heart just jumps every time I see it. So I, if you're interested, just pick out anyone or reach out to me. I'll help you through it. But uh, well, on that note, um, how can people like, are you on social media? What's your website? If people want, okay, so two things. I want to know that. And then tell people what you offer. Like what, how can they engage with you? What are the services or courses or classes that you provide? Tell them all of that. Okay. So I am on social media. Um, I am on Instagram. It's called a sweet time to sign. Um, and that's just my Instagram handle. And there I will put, I have videos of me teaching different lessons that I've taught um, at home that you can grow up, scroll in. My favorite thing to do is signing worship. Uh, it's, I get chills when I sign it. And every time I see it, hear a song, I'm like I gotta sign that one. So there's a lot of me signing worships a lot of just deaf culture kind of um, information on that. Um, right now I am teaching at a school, but if you're interested in a sign class, and especially if you're in the Torrance area, California, just let me know. And I'm always have information holding behind my brain. And uh, that's the sign of waiting <laughs> and, um, and gathering a list of people if they're interested. So if you're always interested, let me know. And when my schedule opens up and we have flexibility, I'm always able to throw in a class um, at home and see how that's going. Um, do you but do anything virtual? Not yet, but that is enough for um, our opportunity to do. We have to. For sure. Because, you know, I mean, if we've learned anything in the last couple of years, it's that a lot can be done through the screen like this. And, you know, that would really broaden. I mean, you know, we have people that listen to this podcast all over the world and, um, is sign language universal. So that's the number one question I get. So sign language is universal as in every country has sign in it. However, is it? American sign language is different. So ASL is American sign language, and that is specific in the United States because we speak English or American. Um, what my favorite thing to do is go on YouTube and Google ASL versus what blank, <laughs> and it is so radically different. Oh, it is. So you wouldn't be able to sign <laughs> with just the way that you wouldn't be able to speak with somebody in another language that you didn't know, you wouldn't be able to sign too bad. That's not, that'd be really neat if it was a universal language, wouldn't it? I guess that'd be hard to do though. Yeah. Um, my favorite example is, um, in Japan, um, the older brother, younger brother, brotherhood is signed as the middle finger in <laughs> Um, 
if your older brother it signed up to your forehead, if the younger brother signed up more to the chin, um, I tell all my friends sign in trouble. and you'll be in trouble. <laughs> That's so funny. Radically different um, in just their if you even in Spanish their um, language is kind of different than ours. You know, yeah. you, you do noun, verb, adjective. Their they do language is yeah. different. Yes. So the sign would be the same way. It would follow that. But um, people ask that all the time. I'm like, go. It's different. Um, And I always use the Japan sign as how different it is. That is a tragically good example. Yes. Is the middle finger in ASL, is the middle finger actually mean F you? Is that actually what, like, is it, did we start doing that because that was a sign, like an actual ASL thing? No. So somebody made that slang slang language up, right? <laughs> it's that's a universal language. <laughs> Everyone will know what that means. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so, it's so interesting. My son, who's uh, 29, he'll be 30 this year in high school. He took two years of ASL. He loved it. I really wish he would have kept up on it. You know, he didn't, but he, he loved it so much when he was doing it and he was signing all over the place. And I remember him and a couple of his classmates did a video that they, they could only sign. Um, and you're talking about in the nineties. So it was before we like had smartphones and all these things where we could do videos really easy. So it was this kind of big production to do a video with signing. And, um, it's just a beautiful thing when in general, in, in, in whether you're talking about sign language, whether you're talking about speaking, the ability to communicate with other human beings is such a, a gift that I think we totally take for uh, for granted. With my grandbaby, for example, you're talking about you know teaching parents and children the basics. You use one word and you say it over and over and over. Okay, so my granddaughter, you know, as I'm there, I'm pointing every day at the same thing, saying the same word, boat tree singular. Right. And she says anything. We're just jumping for joy. She said the word cookie one time, like so perfectly, uh, articulately sounded out exact. And I've never heard her say it again, but we were all like, okay, it's the same, you know, so our ability to communicate is such, it is such a, an important gift. It's such a gift. So um, what you're doing is it's so important. It's so beautiful. And, uh, I can tell that it's so effortless for you because it's just a part of who you are and what a blessing that God built that into you so that other people can communicate in really, really, um, special and intimate ways. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Um, speaking of, um, your son, I remember in fifth grade, we had our uh, desks, like and in a square, like four people sitting there. Yeah, yeah. And um, it would be, our table was the quietest, but we were the loudest because I taught all my whole table how to sign different <laughs> things. So it was like study, you know, study time or, you know, um, study hour where you're just have to do your homework and be quiet. You guys are just chatting away. We would just That's be- Amazing. And, um, until I never used it on my test. So if you're- fifth grade teacher, Mr. Miller, if you're watching, I swear I did not cheat on any <laughs> time. But I remember him saying, Rachel, you cannot sign during test. I'm like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> but until he realized we were the loudest table, but the quietest, he got really scared when tests came. Because he thought, like, number one's A, B. We didn't do that. But, but That's a, um, that's a, that is actually a brilliant way to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, 
Well, I just appreciate you so much for coming on here today. And, you know, God, his handiwork is very, very, very prevalent in your life and who you are, what you're doing with your giftings. And um, for those of you that are listening on the actual podcast, the audio, um, all of her information will be available for you below in the show notes. And for those of you that are watching on YouTube, same thing, just right below the video, you can see all of her information. So you can contact her, go to, do you have a website? Did you say that? Oh, I don't have a website. So just okay. on um, find her on Instagram. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and uh, excited to see where this, the, where this journey goes. And, you know, I just have to do a little like shout out to Thais. She will, she will nudge you in that direction. So hold on. Who knows what she's got planned for you this year. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you. I just loved Rachel's story. Isn't it awesome how God will use something that seemingly feels like Um, a problem or an issue, and he just turns it into something so powerful and beautiful. Well, if you have not been hearing about Activate, we still have time to get a ticket. It's coming up in April in Dallas, Texas, two and a half days of worship, of learning, of fellowship. It's going to be a life-changing weekend. I promise you that. Head over to activatewomen.live right now and grab your ticket. You are not going to want to miss this kingdom-shaking weekend with some amazing women, new friends, new skills. We really hope to see you there. Till next time.